high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! One and ten at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Manunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, cuts into the 10. Manunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Oh. Yeah! Happy New Year and welcome back to the Scarlet Faithful Podcast, the first episode of 2024 coming to you on Tuesday afternoon, January 2nd. And this is a rapid reaction to the news that Minnesota quarterback Ethan Kalik Manis has transferred to Rutgers football. Doesn't come as a big shock. He has the connection to offensive coordinator Kirk Shiraka, visited a couple weeks ago, hadn't heard him of visiting anywhere else. Makes a lot of sense, I think, on both sides. Wanted to get into that, also what it means for Gavin Wimsett and uh, the program and the quarterback situation as a whole. So let's just talk about Kalik Manis. Uh, Shiraka was the offensive coordinator at Minnesota 2017 to 2019, developed Tanner Morgan, left, came back. 2022, Kalik Manis was already with the program. Tanner Morgan gets hurt. Kalik Manis wins the job, played pretty well as a redshirt freshman under Shiraka. We'll get into the numbers a little bit. Then was the full-time starter this past season with Shiraka now at Rutgers. Did not have as good of a season. Struggled with consistency. Struggled with accuracy, which I know, uh, you know, it's been a mixed bag of reactions leading up to today in terms of Rutgers fans and how they feel about this. I think it is a little bit of a uh, reality um, moment uh, in terms of understanding that. I think in terms of what Rutgers can do right now, uh, transfer portal-wise, I think it's a good move. I talked about NIL right before Christmas. There was a big article in the Star-Ledger, Key Sargent, about uh, Rutgers' NIL struggles and their inability to compete with the top programs in the transfer portal. I think quarterback is uh, an obvious position where you can see that. Uh, you know, A lot of people were clamoring for Kyle McCord from Ohio State, New Jersey native. Father played at Rutgers. He went to Syracuse, got a pretty significant NIL deal there. Uh, Rutgers just can't compete at that level right now, uh, for better or for worse. And I think that Greg Schiano and the coaching staff have proven to be resourceful in terms of the transfer. Just look at another Minnesota product, Flip, Flip Dixon, who had 30 games of experience at Minnesota prior to coming to Rutgers, starts arguably the best defender this past year. So Calic Manis, um, in terms of his numbers, you know, he uh, he is not that much more accurate than Wimsett, but he was is more accurate by a decent margin uh, because Wimsett was the least accurate quarterback in college football, FBS this past year, uh, just 47.8%. Kalik Manis uh, was 57, uh, excuse me, 53.1% last year, 54.1% the year before with Shiraka. Um, inconsistency was a problem. Minnesota was up and down this year. They also did not have Mohibid, uh, Mohamed Ibrahim, who was arguably the best running back in Minnesota history. So you're going to have Kyle Manungai back. You're going to have an identity on offense. It's going to be interesting to see, first of all, competition-wise, right? Gavin Wimson did announce before the bowl game that he was returning. You have to imagine that, you know, Chiano's very good about being transparent. He talks about this a lot. 
And as part of what he cites, why he retains a lot of players is he tells it like it is. I can't imagine this is a shock to Gavin Wimsett. And he made that statement probably knowing Cali McManus was coming or likely to come. Uh, of course, things can change. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, and you also have the spring, right? Spring practice. And we've seen quarterbacks in other programs leave after uh, spring camp. If they particularly didn't you know, win the job outright or maybe lost the job, they end up leaving. Not saying that's going to happen in this case, but uh, it's, it's college football. Anything could happen. But right now, I think it's fair to assume that there will be a true, legit quarterback competition between Gavin Wimsett and Cali Manis. Um, you know, they're both similar in size. Cali Manis is 6'4", Wimsett 6'3". Uh, on the face of it, Wimsett is more mobile. Uh, you know, he rushed for over 500 yards this year. Shiraka really leaned on him at times. Wasn't as effective at the end of the year. Uh, both, you know, he was less accurate and didn't run as much. Um, but he had some big moments on the ground this year. That touchdown uh, against Virginia Tech was, I believe, 35 yards. The 80-yard uh, back-breaking touchdown against Indiana. Um, you know, he struggled, I think, at times in terms of reading the play, making the right, uh, you know, uh, read in terms of where to run. Um Calic Manis didn't run much at all at Minnesota this past year, but interestingly enough, he did run a little bit more under Shiraka. Uh, he had several games where he had four to seven rushes and averaged over six yards a clip. Uh, he's not on the face of it, you know, a barn burner per speak. Uh, he's not going to be as fast as Wimsett, but I do think he's more mobile than I, I think people uh, give him credit for being. Uh, and I, I think how he will be utilized with Shiraka might be a little different at Minnesota. He'll obviously also potentially benefit from, a stronger running game, I think more consistency, having Manungai back. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I think, you know, a couple of things that stick out to me, uh, the end of 2022, the last game he played for Shiraka was at Wisconsin. Uh, it was Thanksgiving weekend. They went into to Camp Randall. Obviously, Wisconsin was having a bad season. Went into Camp Randall, won 23-16, big rivalry game. He was 19 of 29, 319 yards, 65.5% completion percentage, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, that is the Cali Manis that Rutgers is banking on getting. That's what they, they, you know, that's obviously what Shiraka remembers. He also, you know, he, he overall stats wise, he was about 50% accuracy. Every other game that he played uh, for Shiraka was not, you know, particularly impressive stat wise that year, but that was the game that's obviously stuck in everyone's heads in terms of what he can be. Uh, and then this past year, um, you know, in the bowl game, actually, uh, he uh, that was actually the last game I misspoke. He won that game against Syracuse. He was seven of nine, uh, 80 yards, did not do a ton, but was very accurate. No mistakes. So those were the last two performances for Shiraka. Uh, and obviously it left on a pretty positive note. And then 23 season, you know, he was up and down. But overall, I mean, his stats, listen, you know, his completion percentage, uh, like I said, was, uh, I guess, five points higher than Wimsett, 53.1 percent. Yardage was about the same. So his yards per completion was less than Wimsett, 1,838 yards uh, on a uh, 156 completions. Uh, Wimsett was uh, 1,735 uh, yards on 138 completions. Wimsett was nine touchdowns, eight interceptions. Colleague Manis, 14 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Also had two games of note uh, where he uh, was um, – uh, stuck out where he threw for three uh, touchdowns each against uh, Purdue. And um, it was also uh, Illinois where he had games of uh, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. 
So that those that was back to back games for him uh, where he did that. That was late in the season. That was in November. Uh, that was Illinois at home, a one point loss, and then at Purdue, a 19 point loss. He was not terribly accurate in those games, uh, under 50 percent total combined. But again, zero picks, six six uh, touchdowns, uh, not bad. And finished the season his last six games. He had uh, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, and I think that, you know, the hope is obviously year two under Sharaka, more development, understanding the system better. They think he's going to be better than he, than he was this past year at Minnesota. Uh, Wimsett, this provides an opportunity to continue to develop, gives him a true competition. I know that people wanted uh, a bigger name per se, but I think you have two Big Ten starters that are going to compete. Rutgers hasn't had that. You know, Vedral uh, had, was sparingly uh, played and started at Nebraska. Um, you know, he was a, a positive addition for many reasons. Um, but this is, you you know, is uh, the stiffest competition just in the sense of having two Big Ten starting quarterbacks competing for the same spot. Uh, Johnny Shepard will be uh, in his second season with the program. AJ Cerise will be in his first. I have to think that Cerise will probably redshirt at this point. I know people, I saw people get upset. People are dismissing Shepard. Obviously, he has a chance here. Um, but I think, you know, Cali Manis has two years of eligibility left. Uh, Wimsett should as well. So this is going to be really interesting, you know, and it's a positive. The fact that I think um, I was vocal before last season that I thought they should have brought in a transfer quarter, portal quarterback to compete with Wimsett. They did not. Uh, thankfully he was healthy the whole season. Obviously he struggled at times. Uh, you know, you can't have a sub 50 completion percentage, uh, if you want to be successful long-term as, as an offense and he's got to get better there, you know, and I'm not saying just all, all of a sudden competition is going to make him more accurate, but I think that this gives the staff leverage, uh, and they get a quarterback that they know. Uh, that the offensive coordinator obviously believes in. This is not taking a flyer on somebody um, that's coming from a, a lower level. Uh, this is not taking a flyer on, you know, a high school kid that sat at a power five program for two years and, you know, they don't know how he's going to do in competition. So, you know, even though Kyle Manis has been inconsistent in his career, they know his strengths, they know his weaknesses. There's actually um, a positive in that uh, rather than him being completely green. So, um, you know, is he an upgrade for Wimsett? I think he can be. Uh, I, I think that, you know, can Wimsett still win the job and be the starter? I do. Um, so I think at the end of the day, Rutgers is, is again, they, they, they have options now. And I think that that's a positive. Um, you know, the Big Ten West is not the Big Ten East, but divisions are gone now. Um, you know, Minnesota is on the schedule next year. But I think that uh, this is going to provide the staff. And, and who knows? I mean, this could be the type of thing where I'm not saying that ideally you want to platoon, but this also gives legitimate, um, you know, safety in the fact that, you know, if one does win the job and goes down, you have a backup that's proven. Um, again, neither has lit up, you know, the scoreboard, uh, but Cali Manis has, the, there's enough there that you could see the potential. Um, and, you know, he doesn't have a huge arm. He's not the fastest, but, um, you know, he's he obviously has an understanding of Shiraka's system. Uh, mistake wise, you know, he only had one game of more than one interception. He had less games of zero interceptions uh, opposed to Wimsett. But, um, you know, 14 touchdowns, nine interceptions in the Big Ten. 
as a starter. He played UNC also uh, in non-conference play. How did you do in that game? Not particularly, not a great game. Uh, just 38% accuracy interception. Uh, you know, uh, let's see. What other games stick out? I mean, against Louisiana, he was 86% completion percentage, two touchdowns, a pick. Struggled against Iowa, but they did win. No mistakes there. Had a good game against Michigan State, uh, 14 to 22, 200 yards, touchdown and a pick. Like I said, uh, had the success. Uh, you know, even Ohio State, he completed 58% of his uh, passes against Ohio State, had one pick. Uh, and Wisconsin last game of the season had 57% completion percentage, uh, touchdown and a pick. So he's got real experience. He's going to challenge Wimsett. Obviously, he's coming here to win the job. Uh, he's coming to play for a coordinator he knows. Uh, so I think that all in all, Rutgers has put themselves in a better position going to 2024. The staff owed the, this team, all those seniors returning, they owed them uh, this in terms of bringing in a portal quarterback that can challenge for the starting position. They owed them that. Uh, all those guys returning, they needed to, to maximize the position as best they could. You could argue they could have done a better job of that, but at the end of the day, you know, listen, they could have done a lot worse too. They could have done a lot worse. So I think it's a win-win. I think it puts the program in a position to take a step forward, whether it's Wimsett or Cali Manis. It gives them a, a more proven backup. It, it, it improves competition. It's going to challenge both quarterbacks. Uh, and again, yeah, if a Johnny Shepard ends up winning it, I mean, that that's awesome. Then you have two guys proven behind him uh, to back him up. So we'll see. But I think you have to imagine it's going to be Cali Manis or Wimsett starting. Uh, you know, it's a critical year. Uh, people say the schedule is easier. It's easier because you don't have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State on the schedule, but it's not easy schedule at all. You know, you're talking about at Virginia Tech, uh, Washington at home, at Nebraska, uh, at USC. Uh, you also have UCLA and um, uh, forgetting one other team, uh, Wisconsin, uh, on the schedule in a six-game stretch. So, you know, Michigan State's going to be improved. You go there. Uh you want to see them improve off that six and six regular season, but it's not a given by any means. The defense has almost everyone back other than Max Melton. They should hopefully take a step forward. How big a one remains to be seen. The offense we know has to get better. And this move certainly uh, gives them an opportunity to do that. You need more receivers. They got Damir Hill, the FCS All-American from Monmouth. That was big. Um, you have a lot of younger receivers uh, that have the potential, hopefully can step up. Uh, you have to improve the tight end position. Uh, offensive line has to continue to gel, uh, but you have that that rock in Manungai. You also have Sam Brown back, who has I thought looked pretty good in that bowl game. So there's some pieces there, you know. And um, I, I think Kali Manis has potential, and I think that familiarity, that connectedness with Shiraka, Shiraka knowing what he's getting in Kali Manis, obviously saw enough that he believes in him. Um, you know, I can't. Obviously, this season happened for Kali Manis, and you can't dismiss that by any. Uh, any measure, but at the same time, you know, he did get another year under his belt under another coordinator. He's coming back now to Shiraka. He's going to have a situation a little bit more similar to what he had two years ago uh, with a, with a big 10, you know, top running back. So I think there's a lot of positives for him. Uh, no word on whether his brother, uh, the receiver is coming, probably have to figure he will. Um, but you know, he uh, is unproven, but again, could, could end up being a factor. Uh, but I think it's a smart move on all parties. I think everyone's going to benefit from this. And uh, we, we have a real competition. And that's that's what I think was needed. Um, you know, uh, and I also think this is a situation where, 
you know, whether you like it or not, like this is a situation that Wimsett should stay. He should compete. He should want to win this job. Um, you know, they're not bringing in a blue chip quarterback. That's ultimately, you know, obviously like if they brought him a cord, um, I think the writing was on the wall for Wimsett. This shows Wimsett. All right, you're going to continue to get better. We're going to continue to develop you, but at the same time, you know, it's going to be a quarterback competition. That's fair based on a 47.8% completion percentage. Again, I still believe in Wimsett. I, I like his upside. Um, I think he can become a, a better quarterback. I think that they could have utilized him a little bit better this year, but, um, you know, now we're going to see which quarterback can win the job. And again, like I said, very possible that they're both going to play this next coming season. So you improved your depth. Uh, you improved, uh, I think, the ceiling of the offense overall. And I think that that Shiraka, you know, he's got two guys that he knows what he can get out of them, what he needs to get out of them, how to work with them. And th there's a benefit there. So thank you for listening and watching this uh, rapid reaction. I'll have plenty more on what this means uh, and more on football as well as we go into a uh, very big off season, one with positive momentum for the program. And thanks for listening and watching the Scarlet Faithful podcast once again.